Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 9th of June as the countdown to the draft continues. Our Flyers Exit Day player interview series continues in this episode with Owen Tippett. But before we get to that, let me tell you what's coming up in the next couple of episodes. On Monday's episode, as per usual, it'll be Mondays with Meltzer. Bill Meltzer will join, and we'll discuss the latest issues and uh, things regarding the Flyers uh, as we get closer to the draft. And then on Wednesday next week, we will have Alan McCauley, recently named as the Assistant General Manager, Director of Pro Scouting and Player Personnel, also going to be basically running the Phantoms as well. He will be our guest next Wednesday. And I always love talking to Alan. He played the game for nine seasons at a decent level, was a very good junior player. Matter of fact, he had 105, his second two seasons in junior with the Ottawa 67s, 105 games. He had 90 goals in those 105 games and 104 assists for 194 points. So we're going to talk to Alan about all kinds of things, rebuilding a team, what the DNA, the makeup of that team is going to be, what the identity is going to be going forward for the Flyers, key traits of players in the NHL that can have success in the regular season and the postseason. He's a guy that's been on the pro scouting side, a lot different than the amateur side, and uh, we're going to talk about analytics, all kinds of different stuff, plus we'll talk about some individual players, and one of the guys we'll actually talk about is the guy that we're featuring today, Owen Tippett. Now, Owen Tippett this season, of course, he was acquired in the Claude Giroux trade uh, back, not this past season, the season prior, so got in. Got his Philadelphia legs under him a little bit. Ended up playing 21 games in the 21-22 season for the Flyers. Had four goals, three assists, and seven points. And then this season, Owen Tippett played in a total of 77 games. He ends up with 27 goals, 22 assists, 49 points in those 77 games. And he is a guy that we saw at points look like a really dominant player, really controlling the ice, using his legs, his powerful frame, driving hard to the net, and really saw the maturation and the realization of confidence at the NHL level with Owen Tippett. When we saw that confidence grow, we saw the the decision-making on the ice change and being more creative, attacking in different ways. And I can't wait to see what we're going to see from Owen Tippett this year. He'll go into the final year of a two-year contract that he signed last offseason with the Flyers, cap it of $1.5 million. He will be an arbitration-eligible, restricted free agent after this season coming up. But let's get to the conversation because Owen Tippett, kind of a quiet guy, but he became a quiet guy with kind of quiet confidence this past season. So here's my conversation on Flyers' exit day with Flyers forward Owen Tippett. Uh, Joining us on Flyers Breakup Day as we put a bow on the 22-23 season, it is Flyers forward Owen Tippett. Tip, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. You have to feel really good about the opportunity you had and what you did with it. Yeah, um, you know, obviously coming into the year, I wanted to have a good year. And um, I think coming over last year, I got a kind of good sense of, you know, meeting the guys and kind of what it is to be be a Flyer. So, um, you know, Although we didn't uh, make playoffs, I'm happy with kind of the strides we took as a team this year. The, the one thing is coming in last year to get that end of the season run to, to kind of get assimilated to where everything is mm-hmm. and then being able to come into this year, you can just concentrate on hockey. It's a lot more mentally relieving in a way, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, like you said, I think coming in 
at the end of the year helps you kind of get adjusted a little bit and, and get your bearings straight and um, you know also meet some of the guys I know when you go into a place in the summer and you got to meet everyone at once it can be a little overwhelming so. um this group the guys and the guys that you go to battle with there, there's a bond with this young group in particular but um one thing that seems really apparent that no matter what the situation this year you guys never turned on each other and never fell apart why is that I think it's just the trust we have in the room. I mean, obviously, when you're with each other every day of the year and, um, you know, you want to kind of go to battle and, and fight for the guy next to you, it, it goes a long way. And I think, you know, um, you know, we did a great job at kind of sticking with each other um, through the ups and downs. And um, I think it, it goes a long way and it goes to show that um, when you have that trust with, with one another and, and you want to work for one another and it can, good things can happen. Um, when you look back at the season, is there one particular high moment and was it St. Patrick's Day? I think so for sure that's that's a big one for me obviously uh first career hat trick but uh most importantly I had you know it just happened to be the weekend that I had a lot of friends and family in town so um it was nice to kind of have them in and, and celebrate with them um the way you played all season long to me it seems like there was a realization at, that not only are you an NHL player but you're an NHL player that can be one that has to be reckoned with and the reason why I say that is because of your decision-making on the ice, the things you were willing to try and willing to succeed at. Is that a big element for you? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, obviously it comes with confidence when mm-hmm. I think any player has confidence, you're willing to try, you know, that that little extra move or whatever it may be. But um, I think it's it's more importantly just kind of realizing what kind of player I was. I think this year was a big step for me in, in realizing kind of what my role was and, and the identity I needed to kind of have as a player. One of the th- elements that, maybe people underrated you on was your skating because, you know, you see a big guy, a powerful power forward, but you don't often see that combined with the burst that you have. You know, splitting D in the neutral zone to get an opportunity. We saw it time and time again this season. How much of a, a huge element are your legs to your success at this level? Yeah, it's, it's a huge element. I mean, I think you see it you know, each year the league's getting faster and faster with, you know, new guys coming in and also the league's getting younger. And, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you're going to kind of always be working on is, is your skating and um, explosiveness. So um, I think it's one of those things for sure that, you know, I've, I've kind of always maybe had, but, um, you know, just finding different areas on, on when to take off and when to kind of step back sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something that I've always been working on. You work on that explosiveness quite a bit, a lot of plyo and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Usually summers are big. I mean, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that goes into the powerful powerfulness of, of any sport. Is, Cause it's that first step, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it could be anything. So, um, I think, you know, in the gym is, is when a lot of things can happen. And, um, you know, I, I take pride in, in working, on that stuff, whether it's on the ice or off the ice. Torts is very um, direct in the kind of player he wants you to be, um, taking it hard to the net and being a guy that can really dominate physically as well. What's it been like playing for him and the consistency of his message to you? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, I think he made it clear kind of right from the start of training camp on, on what kind of player he wanted to be with you know, playing that power forward game and, and taking pucks to the net and using my body. And um, I think that helped me a lot too with with kind of taking off this year and playing with confidence just knowing you know that's what they expect from me and um you know that's once I kind of cut used to that role and and got comfortable in that role it it made it a lot easier 27 goals this season what do you want to work on in the offseason 
what's on your checklist? Yeah, just, you know, consistency again and, um, you know, nothing kind of in particular right now, but, um, you know, just again, finishing and, and, you know, working on that release. Just finishing in tight. Yeah, just shots, consistency, bearing down and, um, you know, any release points and, and stuff like that, just same as the past. The thing is, is you probably didn't have to finish a lot in tight at other levels, did you? Because your shot would just, you could live on that yeah, it's, from outside yeah, almost. I think so. It's, it's a little different too. I mean, the way games are going now, everything's, you know, yeah. goalies are bigger, goalies are stronger, goalies are faster. And um, I think it, it just goes to show that, you know, a lot of the chances chances in, in games are, are from those high danger areas. And, um, you know, you don't have much time to get it off. And, and a lot of them are in close. Hey, I always say, if you want to score goals, then go to where goals are scored. Exactly, <laughs> it's like yeah. fishing where the fish are. Yeah. You know, um, what goaltender that you've played against is the one that frustrates you the most? Like you, you look at the net and you go, there's just nowhere for me to go. Yeah. I think, um, I think there was a couple, a couple games. I think it was last year, maybe when I first came in that, um, you know, it's pretty easy answer, but Shesterkin, um, you know, I think I had four or five kind of breakaways in the one game and yeah. um, didn't have scored on any of them. So <laughs> um, I think for him, just he's so quick and, you know, he can take away the net, whether it's open or, or not, he, he takes it away pretty quick. Yeah, there's some of those guys too that are on get to such a high level of play in a particular time and they almost beat you before too. Mm-hmm. Like Carey Price, that was the yeah. thing. You'd feel like you'd have to have the perfect shot to beat him then you miss the net. Yep. Because sometimes maybe you're better off just shooting his pads and driving for a rebound. Yeah. Um, uh, the the overall experience this season, because I, I thought you were a guy that needed opportunity without being worried about making a mistake and being able to grab the opportunity and make mistakes and still be in there. Was that was that a big element for you mentally? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, coming over last year, like I said, I had a new opportunity and a fresh start and. Um, it's what you're saying. I mean, obviously you want to kind of have that freedom to try things and, and not worry about kind of what's going to happen if you make mistakes, but at the same time, you can't be trying it all the time and, um, you got to play simple at, at, at times and, um, you know, make sure when you do try things, it's, it's the right time. So, um, I think there's still a bit for me to learn that way. And I've, um, you know, kind of got bit a little bit early on in the year, but, um, you know, once I kind of sorted it out, I got a better feel of, of when it was time to kind of try something or, or play it safe. Last thing for you. Um, what do you do to decompress in the season? What's Owen Tippett going to do in the next couple of weeks? I uh, take a couple weeks off, say I had a f- some family, hang out with them, and um, you know, spend some time with buddies and get back on the golf course. You can hit them straight? Uh, it's always a gamble. We'll I see. I yeah. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Owen, great season. Um, you're a real big reason of optimism for a lot of the fan base. Um, thanks for doing this. Enjoy the summer, and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. There he is, Owen Tippett. Joining us on Flyers Exit Day interview series, and uh, we appreciate him taking the time. You know, it was funny when they first acquired him at the trade deadline uh, a year ago, and he came in and and own Tippett, like I mentioned before, very reserved, kind of a quiet guy. You could see he wasn't fully, you know, comfortable yet. When you get traded to a team in the middle of the season, and you get traded for a franchise icon like Claude Giroux, it, it's a bit of an uneasy feeling, I would think, for a lot of people. You're in a new place. There's so much going on as you're dropped in at the trade deadline in the middle of a season. You don't have time to get an apartment, to get settled, to get all your stuff. You come in, you go on the road, you're back home for a couple of days. It's chaotic. And then you saw this year where he had a chance to really get assimilated to the area. 
had some familiar faces and relationships that he started building the year prior and just looked more and more comfortable on and off the ice. And I think that was a, a result in his, in his improved play and his development really taking a positive stride last season. Looking forward to see what we get from Owen Tippett this season. All right, it's weekend time. Here's the deal. Monday with Meltzer. Bill Meltzer will join us Monday. Alan McCauley will join us Wednesday, the Flyers' assistant general manager. And next Friday, we'll talk with Noah Cates from Flyers' exit day. So everybody, have a great weekend. We shall talk to you on Monday on a brand new edition of Flyers Daily.